I'm Dan Starkey, and I play Commander Strax in Doctor Who. You're listening to the Points of Interest Podcast Network. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you this special news update. What's up, party people? You're tuned into Conventional Wisdom, the podcast where we highlight the good, the bad, and the beautiful in the convention scene. I am your host, Francis, a.k.a. The Other Guy, and with me today is no one. Yeah, our good friend and faithful co-host, Mr. Josh Hawks, is ill and therefore cannot make it. But luckily, before he got sick and bedridden, he was able to talk with a uh, veteran of the Points of Interest podcast network, a man who is always ready with a lightsaber from an elegant weapon, Jason Clark. He attended New York City Comic Con, and he will be giving us highlights of that show, a huge convention and a great way to end a successful convention year. So hopefully we'll be able to hear some of that in a minute. Before I go on, just want to give a quick notice that we're nearing the end. I know we talked about the uh, in previous podcasts that as we get closer to the, to the end of the year, that uh, conventions have a tendency to wind down. Josh and I are not attending any conventions up until the end of the year. Next year, you never know. I don't know if I'll be attending any conventions next year. I mean, I have no idea. I said I wouldn't attend any this year, and I intended a ton. So we'll see what happens. But we're getting close to the end of the year, so just be aware that we'll probably just have people on who have gone to some smaller conventions or maybe just talk about the year as a whole on conventions that we didn't even cover. So just be prepared for that. If you have any questions, any comments, any information, or any insight, go ahead and send it to us at conwizpod at gmail.com. That's C-O-N-W-I-Z-P-O-D at gmail.com. Now, without further ado, I give you the interview with Mr. Jason Clark of An Elegant Weapon with our favorite co-host, Josh Hawks. Enjoy. All right, I'm here with Jason Clark, my my close commandant, the other half of the Points of Interest podcast. What's up, Jason? Not too much, El Hawkes. And how are we this evening? Are we doing well? Are we in the right we're good. Frame? We're in a great mind frame. We're in a mellow mind frame. Caught up on some good. CW superhero television tonight. I finally got around to watching uh, the first episode of Arrow. Right on, yeah. I caught that the other day. Yeah, uh, tonight I watched episodes two, or episode two of uh, Legends and uh, The Flash. And they were both good times. So, you know. I have four hours. Well, if I put Legends in there, then I have six that I am currently behind on. There's too much. There's too much. It's hard to keep up. There's things I I haven't even watched in Humans yet. Uh, I I was invited to watch that uh, with with Con family, but 
I don't think it ended up going through. I think enough people had other things to do or were too tired. Yeah, I'm pretty clueless about their whole entity, too, so um, I haven't been that interested in it because I've always been offended by the Inhumans because they're just a, a fill-in for mutants. Right. And I'll never get I'll never get over it. So, you know, that's how it rolls. Speaking of mutants, uh, you recently went to New York City Comic Con. New York City Comic Con. Not really sure where I'm pulling that, you know, uh, correlation, but we're running with it. Um, yeah, there were mutants there, okay, I'm good, sure. Good. Um, <laughs> so this is your first time at uh, not only New York, but New York City Comic Con, yes? Yeah, my first time for both. I guess it kind of goes both. one of the same. I'm, I'm, that's kind of the stupid, the dumbest thing. I've well, no, ever, I've been to New York Comic Con several times, but oh, never okay. been to New York City. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, my first time to both. Uh, I was in Manhattan. I stayed in Hell's Kitchen. And uh, it was... Isn't that where uh, Gordon Ramsay is? Ha! No, it's where Daredevil is. And it was did, cool. Did you see him? Did uh, no. see you? <laughs> I saw several of him hanging out at the Javits Center. But New York is kind of everything you think. It's kind of everything you expect. It's every 80s movie you ever watched. It's the most surprising thing about the city was how incredibly friendly everyone was. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's the friendliest place I've ever been. You can't ride an elevator without without having a friendly conversation. People are holding doors open for you and saying hello. Like, I'm in Canada here. I'm in just outside Toronto. And it's true that we are incredibly polite, but we're also very reserved in that British way. And... You know, New Yorkers aren't like that at all. They're, uh, you know, ro- robust and verbose and, you know, they, they're, they're chatting it up all the time. The city's gross. It smells like piss and everything's sticky. But the architecture is beautiful. Well, you got to watch out for the cabs because they'll kill you. Hmm. And Toronto hot dogs are way better than New York hot dogs. They were disgusting. So don't eat the hot dogs in New York. That was gross. You want a real street dog, come to Toronto. That's one thing Toronto had up on New York was the street dogs. But other than that, yeah, going to Times Square, I checked out Times Square, which is incredible. Just a sea of people. Uh, They've actually got permanent bleachers set up there. And it's funny because everybody takes, like, selfies there with them and the TVs or whatever, the TV towers. Mm-hmm. It's just a million people in the background of your photo taking selfies of themselves, right? Right. So it's kind of funny that way. But, yeah, it's alive. It is the city that never sleeps. I ate the greatest pizza of my life ever at a place called Annabelle's. Uh, hung out at a surf bar one night. Uh, yeah, just, you know, the lots of Irish pubs, had dinner a few times at Irish pubs, like Jack Doyle's and Jack Murphy's, it was all Jack something, you know? Yeah, right, or, or McCormick or something. Yeah, yeah, no, it was literally, like, on one side of our hotel was Jack Doyle's, and on the other side was Jack McMurphy's. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, the cops are insanely unprofessional. <laughs> and they're just hanging out on the street corner in uniforms that look 
like they don't fit and they're cheap and they're just kind of twirling their hats, smoking butts, being like, yo, you see the Jets game last night or whatever, you know, <laughs> it's no, uh, I couldn't believe but they're everywhere. There's like two cops on every goddamn street corner in New York. It's absolutely crazy. Um, now you went uh, as press, yes? I did go as press, but not as my main mission. See, what happened was my very good friend, uh, artist J.P. Fosgett, uh, he is the creator of Bo- Bodie Troll. Not Bo Bodie Troll. That was just a stutter. Bodie Troll. <laughs> uh, it's coming out from Boom Studios. Uh, and it's going to be super cool. And he does a lot of cover work for Marvel. He's done a few full issues for Marvel as well. Some uh, Rocket and Groot and uh, things. Transformers so, stuff recently from him as well. Yes, he did a Transformers cover and he did a G.I. Joe cover as well. Um, so he was going initially and needed a sidekick, right? Like a companion for his sure. booth to help him out because he's so damn busy and he's he's like the commission king. He gets so many commissions, it's insane. Someone to help so, organize that, right? You know, basically is you know run his table and talk to people, and take the money, and keep him drawn, right? right? So that was the initial plan, and I was like, okay, well if I'm going anyways, I might as well apply for press at the same time. I've had good luck in the past with uh, Reed Pop. They've been kind to me as they were this time and granted me press. So I was double badging it, yo yo. Uh, it was neat because uh, at every entrance they had someone with an iPad, and you had to scan your card, like scan your badge when you came in and out. Kind of similar to uh, San Diego in that. Sense. You know. Yeah, it was a big green screen or big red screen. It would turn green and say valid, and then you could go in, you know. So I spent a lot of the weekend just working with Jay because it was insane. It was his second most successful convention to date, the first being Fan Expo two years ago here in Toronto. Um, So most of my weekend was spent at his table and wandering around Artist Sally and hanging out with friends. It was very cool that all these people I know from all over, this is one of those conventions where they all congregate, right? So, you know, plus I got to meet people like uh, Matt Miner, who I've only ever talked to over the years on on Twitter or online. Finally got to meet him in person and just see all my con friends and family. So that was uber cool. All these Canadians were there, mad amount of Canadians. And I met amazing artists from Italy and, uh, you know, people from Finland and fans from Edinburgh and just all over the place. So that was mega, mega cool. Uh, Artist Alley was different this year. Normally it's on the one side of the building, but the Javits Center is being worked on. So they've actually knocked that building down. So Artist Alley was held on a lower level in this little room. I shouldn't say little, but for this convention, it was little. Although this Artist Alley was still bigger than any other convention you've pretty much been to. Um, and again, Reed Pop does it right. It was spacious. There was plenty of room. There was plenty of good traffic flow. Uh, it was comics and comics only. No artisans or exhibitors or crafts or splatter prints. Or print walls or nothing. It was just fucking artist after artist with book after book. Read Pop really, you know, they they blow out of the water the whole thing about 
all cons just have given up on the comics because they haven't. Certain other ones have. They don't treat their artist alleys with any kind of respect or dignity or they don't even grant them the necessary space required. But Reed Pop does, and I admire them highly for that. So even though it was an odd year, my first year, where Artist Alley wasn't where it usually is, apparently it's this big open windowed natural light building uh, that's now gone, and they're like building a new section to it. So this year was an odd year, but I thought it was cool. It was almost like the the, the dungeon, you know what I mean? It was the lowest level of the show, and you had to go down there to find the comics, like any good, you know. Kind of old comic shop type thing, but I thought it was really cool. Comic stores. Yeah, for sure. You know, so I really enjoyed that because the place is massive. The Javits Center is just huge, and uh, they use their space well and they use it wisely, and far wiser than I see other cons. You know, there's other cons that you can literally see. Artist Sally is suffering due to the fact that. One stupid video game company needs uh, a, a far excessive amount of room to set up their shit, yet nobody's really there. People kind of use it more as a traffic way than, you know, something really exciting. But they, they got the big dollar bills. They got the money, and certain companies think that conventions are there for celebrities, and that's where they make all their money, and it's not. Like, have some kind of, like, sure, I get it's a business now, and it's a new culture, and a new society, and a new way of life, but for fuck's sakes, like, support the comics. Like, what the hell, you know? Just have some sort of laurels about yourself if you're running a convention, and as far as the comics, Reed Pop does. So it was very, very cool. The convention itself was epic. You know, uh, the Star Wars display for The Last Jedi sticks out. There was a lot of news online because there's kind of some spoilers and some Easter eggs in that exhibit. And I got to see all that, you know, firsthand, which was very cool. Uh, running into people that were on my show, An Elegant Weapon, years ago. Guys like Wayward Raven Media finally got to meet them in person after years of just knowing them online, and they were on my show in like the first or second year. So that was like four or five years ago, you know. So that was epic. Of course, our good friends Source Point Press were there. Yes. And that was very uber cool because our boy Stan Kanopka was there. Uh, Casey Pierce, Bob Sally, Kevin Miner, uh, Ben Goldsmith were all there. That's great. And, and how did Stan it, do? Stan did great, you know. Stan did awesome as always. He did his thing and got into his mode and, uh, you know, just uh, did their thing. It, it's such a big event that, you know, you're kind of just busy all the time. It's like one of those deals, you know. So, But I got to make some very cool pod over there. Uh, I know you're jealous over a little bit of it because I got to hang out with Twisted. Yeah, so let's let's just cut to the chase on that. Um, yeah, how did that come about? That came about because of my good friend Dirk Manning, who is a horror writer. Actually, right now, if you go to Kickstarter and look up Tales of Mystery Volume Four, uh, mystery spelled Mister dot R H E E, uh, Dirk does very cool work, and he has more of a cult than a than a fan base. So 
uh, he was there and he has written a new comic with the guys from Twisted. It's called Haunted Hions. And it's illustrated by Mariana Pescosta and Alessandro de Fornasari. And they're from Italy, and it was very cool to meet them. So Dirk just shouted me out, and he said, get over to the Source Point booth, and let's make some pod. And I was like, shit, yeah. And I was unfamiliar with Twisted, you know. I'm not, uh, you know, I wasn't familiar with their music or their work much, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, we went over there and hung out for like a half hour and made some pod, and those guys are awesome. It was Jamie and Paul. And we just talked about the book and how the book came together. And I guess originally it was a movie idea that Paul had, a script he had written, and he wanted to do something with it. And, uh, you know, uh, he, I believe, was speaking with Gary Reed, who, uh, rest in peace, Gary Reed was, uh, he was a big, uh, moving force in the Michigan comics community. Mm-hmm. And uh, Caliber Comics he ran and stuff. So he was like, what do you think? And then, then he passed them on to Dirk. And then Dirk was like, I got this. And thought of Mariana and Alessandro as artists. And it all came together. And now there's Haunted Hions. You should all check it out. You can get it at SourcePointPress.com or at the Twisted Store. It is out now. Yeah, it's out. It's uh, it's uh, It's good to go. So... Um, yeah, I met those guys, uh, like in 98, early 99, maybe. Yeah, they've been going for like 20 years or something. Yeah, just about, I'd yeah. say. I, easily, I could, yeah, say that. Um, they're throwing a con in Michigan that I might want to go to actually on my birthday in February. So, well, yeah, I, yeah, I was also, they're looking, cool guys. I was also looking into that and, uh, and they might, they might have to, we might have to make that a thing. Plus, it'd be cool to, you know, celebrate your birthday. Like, yeah, absolutely, it would too. And plus, you've never been to Michigan yet, so no, I've never been to Michigan, so it'd be kind of cool to, you know, really uh, see the the whole uh, you know, Michigan faction, if you will, of of our uh, um, people that we know and and friends and. God, I feel like it was so weird because I, since I went with Jay to New York, we flew out of Detroit. So I had to go from Toronto to Detroit to New York. And then at the end of the show, we flew from, uh, New York back to Detroit and it felt like home. Like it was literally like, ah, and I had that home sweet home feeling, even though I was still, you know, because plus where I go, where Jay lives in Plymouth is like, it's like 40 minutes from the border. Right. Okay. So from my house to that border, the one I take at Sarnia, uh, I don't go through the Detroit border. It's just too much. Sarnia is like a smaller border crossing, so it's nicer, more scenic route too. So, uh, it's about three, three and a half hours from my house to Sarnia. Oh, that's so no all, all, at all. Yeah. So all that time's in Canada. And then once I hit the border, it's like a half hour, 40 minutes to Jay's house. And uh that's also close to the area that Motor City Comic Con takes place in. So yeah, Motor City's only like four or four and a half hour drive from me. That's easy. I mean that oh yeah, that's closer than our cottage was, you know? So yeah, it's really I've spent so much time out there now that it, it definitely has become like a second home and that whole community has embraced me and treats me like one of their own, so it's a beautiful, beautiful thing, Michigan, you know? 
Yeah, that's something, uh, I, I, like I said, when I saw that uh, Twisted was putting on a show, that uh, something, you know, something to def- definitely look forward to. And yeah, knowing, well, and knowing now that it's easy, you know, it's an easy trip back to, to Canada. See, it makes it makes it kind of easy to start planning out that. Okay, well, what if I plan an extra day or three? What, and then come back out here with me? Yeah. Yeah, it's doable. I ain't driving your ass back after three days, but we'll figure something out. No, no, no. I'd fly, <laughs> I'd fly from Toronto then. Oh, and then you come out with me. I got you. Yeah, that might be totally doable. But yeah, it's been far too long, but you're far overdue to get your ass over here, man. For sure, for sure. But, yeah. yeah. Um, no, so uh, New York, uh, is this a uh, returnable show for you? Uh, definitely because uh, like, it's amazing the networking that you do. I can't believe how many people I met. Like, it doesn't even matter that I didn't get that much potting made because of how much potting I arranged mm-hmm. sort of thing, you know, or just reconnected with or just, just being there. Like, it's all, it's like the party you have to be at. Like, you want to be seen at this party. You know what I mean? Sure. And that's kind of part of it if you have something that you're trying to get out to the people. So, it was great for that and uh just the super fun experience because you know america does cons right you know like in canada here they're a lot more reserved and a lot more mellow and not as big and flashy and as exciting but i go to like a c2e2 or a new york comic-con and it's just like wow like party time party city like you know and that has something to do with you know part of your your location there uh, it makes it a little, it's a little more regionally easier for you to go to those, to hit those shows. A little bit. It is. New York, luckily, is nice and close in Detroit. Yeah. Like the East Coast definitely, you know, has its scene, but I mean, it's so widespread too. It's like, it's harder for me to get to Emerald City. You know, I can't get to Seattle as easy as you can. You know what I mean? Well, not even. I couldn't get to San Diego. I couldn't even get to Vancouver Fan Expo as easy as you could, you know? Sure, sure. Right. And, and so. I think that's I think that's why we it, this is it's kind of perfect in the way that we are. It, it's it's horrible and perfect all at the same time that we are all spread out like we are. Oh, because, definitely. Yeah. Because we can hit both East and West Coast shows. Because we well, I'm just happy there's like, less of you out on the West Coast. <laughs> well, there's, you know, basically just a few, you know a handful of us. Yeah, it's like you and you and Francis. No ordinary nerd, nerd crew as well, you know, jumping on board with us. You know, that's another three or four people, but they're all they're in North Cali. Right? They're actually involved yeah. in those Napa those Napa Valley fires. Um, that's crazy, man. That's yeah, nutty that you got to deal with shit like fires, like. <laughs> right. I can't imagine having to deal with potential fires coming and burning down my city. Like, oh, that's just fucking nutty boo to think about. But, you know, none of those. New York was really hot. It was really hot there. I guess we were in that hot spell. Plus, you know what's neat? When you're in the city, you don't see sunlight. Like, you don't feel sunlight till like 10 o'clock in the morning. Because there's just the buildings are so tall, you're in darkness on the street till the sun can get high enough, right? Oh sure. So you know what I mean? And... Yeah. So all the buildings, like they're totally bright and sunny halfway up, 
but then you're down in the bowels of the darkness of the streets <laughs> and you don't see light till you get to like a main street you know what i mean sure so you know but the con man uh the cosplay was on a level i've never seen uh just the quality of it not necessarily like the size of it or the insanity of it just the quality of a lot of the outfits i saw there were unbelievable just like screen movie quality shit you know mm-hmm. so that was pretty fucking epic but uh, other than that it's like a lot of the big companies are there and it's weird how a lot of stuff is off site I guess that's how San Diego has gone crazy with. But, like, I didn't see a single celebrity. They're all in another fucking building. You know, like, the only times I usually see the celebrities are at a panel or when I happen to want to walk through the celebrity signing area just to kind of get a look at people, you know. Mm -hmm. But this I would have had to leave and go somewhere else. And I was like, no. Mark Hamill charging $300 an autograph. What? Oh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? People are paying it, man. And I'm like, maybe if it was a little more rare, but all of you are constantly buying it right now. It's not going to be worth fuck all. Everyone's going to have a Mark Hamill autograph, and they're all going to have paid 300 bucks for it. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's That's crazy. Man. Yeah. It's it is insane. Of course, uh, you know, lineups were difficult. I heard about a lot of people who, if you wanted to go to a panel, you had to give up three, four hours of your day just to wait in line for it. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's how it is at San Diego. And, I mean, the wait's even longer in a lot of cases. And It feels like a waste of a, of a weekend to waste four hours. Like, I don't know. Oh, dude. It's crazy. Like, next year, next year, I will take video of a Hall H line. There's people that tent for days. It's crazy, man. They just camp in line. It's kind of insane. But uh, I actually made a video. Now that I'm remembering it, though, if y'all go to uh, An Elegant Weapon on YouTube, An Elegant Weapon, there's a channel on the YouTube, and I made a video of my experience uh, just a fun little five minute, you know, clips and things sort of video, uh, set to some swinging tunes. And, uh, yeah, it just gives you a little idea of the epicness of the whole situation, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, where can, uh, where can people find you on the interwebs, Jason? People can find me all over the goddamn place. Of course, you could find, uh, most of my things at poipodcast.com or you can go straight to the source of my main thing that takes up most of the main time is an elegant weapon which is an elegant weapon.ca because as you may have noticed i'm in canada bitches uh and yeah all the usual places the youtubes and the itunes and the, uh, it's not itunes anymore what do we say now apple podcasts it's specifically titled now Apple Podcasts. So I can be found on Apple Podcasts and Google, not Google. What's the thing called? Uh, yeah, Google sorry. Plus, right? Yeah, no, I meant to say Google, not Google Plus, uh, Google Play. That's it. Google Play. Uh, and Stitcher and the other stuff. And I also host the show with this fella here. It's called Two J's Later. Uh, 
What? And it's a podcast. So if you like pot and casting, they those two things go very well together. And uh, we had a fun chat last night with our good friend Jimmy McKnight of the Arc Junkies podcast. Um, but yeah, I just also want to mention that uh, this Saturday, uh, I'm going to be going to the Mississauga Comic Expo, which is a young show. And it's held at the Mississauga Library at the Central Branch up on Burnhamthorpe, uh, right by, beside uh, City Hall. And it's basically a giant artist alley set up on several levels of the of the library, but it's like the best of the best of the indie talent from around. And uh, even a few like major pros this year, like Chip Zdarsky is going to be there and stuff. Uh, but, but it's, it's one of my favorite shows because it's, it's purely just about the books. And I discovered some of my favorite comic books that I'm still reading at that show last year. So, uh, that's going to be gangbusters. But other than that, my next convention isn't going to be till December like 9th for Toronto fan days, which is like a one day, like just, you know, Buy some Christmas gift type artist Sally exhibitors show, you know. So yeah, that's awesome. the word, kids. Yeah, there you go. But New York, everybody go. It's the mecca. Apparently, there was two hundred and thirty thousand people there, and it felt like it. <laughs> wow, that's that's insane. And just to think about that, there's two hundred thirty thousand people there, and it was still crowded on the streets. Oh yeah, it was I, mean, I, know, absolutely, I know there's the convention crowd and 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 cluster it must have made on the streets, but I mean just New York being what it is, I'm sure it was just insane. It was uh, it was insane, but uh, in in all the best possible ways you can think of. So do it up. But uh, Josh, thank you for letting me finally come on to conventional wisdom. Yes, yes. It's, and, uh, you know, we, we needed a, uh, uh, an ear in and on and around New York and, uh, you were, you were the per- perfect person to do it, my friend. Well, thank you very much. I hope that people had fun, uh, following my antics and what, whichever way they did. If you want to check out the podcast or check out that video on YouTube or, of course, on all our social media, there was lots of pictures. It's an elegant weapon, an, an underscore elegant underscore weapon on Instagram. And I took a whole bunch of pictures that are on there. So, uh, yeah, kids, uh, points of interest, we're getting around, and we finally have a New York Comic Con under our belt, so it feels good. Yeah, we're hitting all the big ones, man. They're, they're gonna have to recognize us eventually. Uh, I think we're getting recognized. The important people recognize yes, us, and that's yes, why we keep, keep, keep on keeping on, you know what I'm yes, saying? That is true, my friend, that is true. Well, I thank Absolutely. you very much for coming on this episode of ConWiz, and, uh, I know we'll be talking to you again soon, my friend. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you so much, Jason Clark from An Elegant Weapon, for giving us the lovely accounts of New York City Comic Con. I bet it was awesome. I wish I was there. Maybe next year. Who knows? And thank you again, Josh, for speaking with the man himself and getting the lowdown on what happened at NYCCC. 
All right, let's get to the end of the show where we like to talk about the things that you can look forward to in your neck of the woods. I'm going to start off with this weekend, even though I know we probably covered it last episode, but you know what? Come on now, you know? Why not, right? Why not? Let's go ahead and cover what's coming up right now this weekend. You're hearing this on a Saturday morning, which means that you might be missing out on Stanley's Comic-Con, which is on the 27th and the 29th of October, or maybe you're in Australia, then you're really missed out on PAX AUS in Australia at South Wharf, Victoria. I'm assuming it's Victoria. It's hard to tell. If you're in Boston, Massachusetts, on the 28th, which is, again, today, hopefully you didn't miss out on the Boston Book Festival, get yourself a novel or two. I recommend the Wheel of Time series because it'll keep you busy for at least 17 years. There's also, on the 28th and the 29th, a sci-fi and fantasy convention in Richmond, British Columbia, VCon. Fort Wayne, Indiana has Fantasticon Fort Wayne this same weekend, and in Portland, Maine, we have Portland Comic Con on the 29th, a Sunday only convention. Maybe you're in Houston, Texas. On that same Sunday, you have awesome, awesome comic book collector show at the Hilton Houston West Chase, which is a good place to be if you need to go to a nice hotel slash convention. You can go ahead and check it out there. Maybe you're in Seattle, Washington for next week, November 2nd through the 4th. You have the International Comic Arts Forum, or ICAF for short. But maybe just you need your anime fix and you're in Detroit, Michigan. There's Yumacon ready and waiting to serve you. In Anaheim, California, we have BlizzCon on the 3rd and 4th of November. A huge convention for those who love Blizzard products. I am personally an Overwatch player. Used to do World of Warcraft and dabble a little bit on Hearthstone, but uh, those are my Blizzard games. Even though I guess technically I'm playing Destiny 2 as well, so I guess that counts too, maybe? I don't know. If you're looking for some collectibles, you're missing that rare toy or maybe that little action figure that you're looking for all these years in Orlando, Florida, the same weekend, 3rd through the 5th, you have Ranger Stomp's Hero, Superhero, Toy, and Comic-Con. For you anime fans, Hampton, Virginia has NecoCon. Columbia, South Carolina has BanzaiCon. San Antonio, Texas has Otaku Fair, X-Game Expo, which is always fun when they combine the conventions um, because usually you're not just a fan of one, you're a fan of both. In Green Bay, Wisconsin, you have the Green Bay Comic Book Convention for the 4th of November only. As well as in Las Vegas, you have the Vegas Valley Comic Book Festival. Roanoke, Virginia has the Roanoke Valley Comic Con, same uh, day on the 4th. Morgantown, North Carolina has Morgantown, or yes, Morgantown Comic Con. Sorry, I thought it said Mega Man Comic Con, which would have been a little... Well, it wouldn't have been weird. It would have been cool. Uh, Seattle, Washington has the Short Run Comics and Arts Festival, which I'm guessing is just small print. I, I'm not small print. I mean, um, small publishers or something like that. I'm not really sure. But go ahead and check that out if you're in the Washington or Seattle, Washington area. Tacoma. Maybe you're in Tacoma instead. You have the Jet City Comic Show just waiting, ready for you on the 4th and the 5th. Also in Akron, Ohio, have Akron Comic-Con. Maybe you're in Austin, Texas. You can go to MondoCon, which I don't believe that's why they call it Mondo. And, and I don't think anyone has ever said Mondo in that accent. In Wilmington, Delaware, um, the, 
Oh, I want thy geekdom gone uh, in Wilmington, uh, Delaware. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, in Huntsville, Alabama, is the Rocket City NerdCon. Wow, there is a lot this week, this uh, upcoming weekend on the fifth or the the third through the fifth um, of November. Because in Rockford, Illinois, you have the Rockford Comic Book Convention. In Laurel, uh, Maryland, you have the Clandestine Comic Show. Maybe you're in Concord, California, and you have MouseCon. Albany, New York, has the Albany Comic Con. Lutherville, Timonium, Maryland. <laughs> so bad at these two-letter states. Comic book and non-sports card show. Oh, just that's what it is. Interesting. Uh, Dayton Beach, Florida has the Dayton Beach Comic Con for the fifth only. Maybe you're in Wayne, New Jersey. The Wayne, New Jersey Toy Show. Missaga, Ontario, Canada. You have Action Figure Expo. Again, in Albany, oh, Albany has two things going on on the same day. It has Albany Comic Con and Albany Albany Comic and Toy Show. So check that out because you never know. You might find something in both places. The following weekend, we have some things going on. On the 9th and the 10th of November, we have in Greensville, South Carolina, Celebrate Tolkien. What? Oh, man, I need to go to that. Love me some Lord of the Rings. You got to go check that out. In Anna, in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, you have Anime Nebraskan on the 10th through the 12th. Maybe you're in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. You can go to PhilCon, which is probably a convention all about Phil Coulson. Durham, North Carolina has North Carolina Comic Con. Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri has Kansas City Comic Con. Tucson, Arizona, Arizona. Oof, I must be tired. Tucson, Arizona has Tuscon, which is a great name. In Chattanooga, Tennessee has Anime Blast, Chattanooga. Providence, Rhode Island has the Rhode Island Comic Con, which is probably the official state Comic Con, which is always fun. But maybe, maybe you're on Ronkonkoma, Ronkonkoma, New York. Hmm. You can always go to the Long Island Doctor Who convention. And that's on the 10th through the 12th, which is, again, very convenient, as the Christmas special is just around the corner. South Bend, Indiana has South Bend Comic Book Convention for the 11th only. In Wheaton, Illinois, you have DuPage Comic Con also on the 11th. The South Texas Collector Mania in Far Texas is a thing that you can go to if you happen to be in the area. Same weekend, the 11th or the 12th, in Mount Clemens, Missouri. Fantasticon, Mount Clemens, in Palm Springs, California. Oh, look at that, Palm Springs Comic Con. You can go ahead and check that out in the hot, hot desert sun. Phoenix, Arizona, speaking of hot, has the Phoenix Fan Fest the same weekend. Frederick, Maryland, Schaff Promotions, Frederick, Maryland Comic Con. Hello, Schaff. How we've missed you. All right, moving forward for the for the next weekend, and um, again, very getting very close to to Thanksgiving, which means that we're probably going to get fewer and fewer of these conventions. But in Memphis, Tennessee, the seventeenth through the twenty ninth, uh, so, whoa, that is a long convention. Seventeenth through the nineteenth, Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention, or if you're in North Charleston, South Carolina, Atomicon, Fort Worth, Texas, Anime North, Texas, in Wisconsin, Dells, Wisconsin. Daishokan, a lot of anime conventions. Because in Morristown, New Jersey, you have the... <laughs> I, 
is this I, I don't know where this DerbyCon DerbyCon I, I don't know it's a good name I like that name Portland, Oregon same weekend 17th to the 19th Oricon New York, New York Anime NYC Chicago, Illinois Days of the Dead Chicago Overland Park, Kansas for one day only on the 18th the Kansas City Comic Book Convention Fort Myers, Florida has the Southwest Florida Comic Con for one day only Annandale, Virginia Shaw Promotions Comic Book and Non-Sports Card Show Hello Shaw, once again you are making the round, sir Livonia, Michigan It's the Extravacon Edison, New Jersey has New Jersey Comic Expo in Waxahachie, Waxahachie, Texas, you have Waxacon. Waxacon off. Waxacon on. In Fort Walton Beach, Florida, you have Emerald Coast Con, as opposed to Emerald City Comic Con out in Seattle, Washington. You have Lebanon, um, have I been? Oh, Livonia, Michigan, and Lebanon, Missouri. There you go. Lebanon Comic Con. Santa Cruz, New York has a gaming convention called Retro Gaming Con. In Omaha, Nebraska has the Omaha Comic Book Convention. New Haven, Connecticut has the New Haven Comic and Collectible Spectacular. We say that again. New Haven Comic and Collectible. I can't do it. New Haven Comic and Collectible Spectacular. A terribly difficult name to say. Columbus, Ohio has the Buckeye Comic Con. Mount Bethel, Pennsylvania has Water Gap Comic Fest. Livonia, Michigan has Extravacon. Scranton, Pennsylvania has the Scranton Comic Con. Lombard, Illinois. Oh my god, they do. This is amazing. Okay, so I wasn't sure they were going to have conventions during the Thanksgiving weekend because, you know, you have a, you know, you're celebrating Turkey Day with a bunch of family. In Lombardi, Illinois, Chicago TARDIS. In Indianapolis, Indiana, Starbase Indy, the 24th through the 26th. You have just finished your Black Friday shopping, or maybe preparing for Cyber Monday shopping, and you're going to be going to these conventions. In Timonium, Maryland, you have ChessyCon. St. Charles, Illinois has Chicago Pop Culture Con. In Chesterfield, Virginia, Collectibles Expo. In Boston, Massachusetts, no, no, what's wrong? Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Toronto Comic Book Show. In Jamaica, New York. Oh, no, that's all. That's it. All right. <laughs> that was a lot. If you even like this part of the show, I'm always curious. You know, we'd love to get some feedback. Uh, conwispod at gmail.com let us know what you think about this segment where we just kind of highlight and talk about upcoming conventions and make fun of the names of said conventions is it worthwhile maybe it is maybe it isn't I don't know but go ahead and let us know conwispod at gmail.com and that's it in a couple of weeks, we'll have a brand new show with a brand new guest. We'll be talking about, uh, well, we're, again, we're getting close to the end of the year, so we'll probably be uh, reminiscing about cons of uh, days past, or maybe they went to one of the conventions mentioned on the show today. You never know. We're always uh, surprised around every corner, but we do thank you for listening. If you want to hear more, you can go to Points of Interest Podcast. Uh, the website at pypodcast.com or you can go to its home base at sincere-sarcasm.net. Going to po- go into the podcast page and there it is, Conventional Wisdom. Again, the email address is conwispod at gmail.com. I can be reached on Twitter at aka the other guy. You can also follow and 
take a look at Josh's feed, his Twitter feed, at 303 underscore ninja, where he just right now talked about being too tired because he's feeling ill. Get better, Josh. We hope you feel uh, well soon. And again, thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll talk to you all next time. Bye, everybody.